Manx Radio's 1 to 3, tended by Ramsey Garden Centre. Pick up your new all-season loyalty card in-store today and start collecting reward points. Well, that's in sync. And Justin Timberlake. I think I whistle better than them, don't you, Howard? Beautiful whistling, that. Top-notch whistling. You're a souffleur. I'm a souffle. Souffleur. A whistler. Is that, is that the word for whistler? I think that is the correct phrase for a whistler, isn't it? A souffleur. It's, I, I had no mm. idea. You've got a lot of words in your brain. Speaking of, I tried to write you a poem. I can know, Right, so I have an issue. Mm. If ever I'm kind of like, you know, you're messing about with your mates and you're kind of coming up with like silly song lyrics and things. just And I can never do the last line. So similarly, I've tried to write you a poem, but I can't really do a last line. They're all a bit rubbish. However, here we go. It's not a poem. It's a limerick, actually. It's a sort of a poem. <laughs> There was a young Howard called Cain with billions of words in his brain. He'd link them together, some funny, some clever. But none of them ever the same. That's it's very good. Well, not not one of his poems was lame. No, it's a bit rubbish. I, as well. I do think you're right. I do think it's sometimes the end line because yeah. a poem's always got to have a bit of a story, doesn't it? Like most of them. I mean, some can end in the middle, but most of them you think there's going to be a beginning to hook you in and then a bit of a narrative or some sort of storyline. And then an end point at the end, which will have either a punchline or a, or some sort of clear end point to it. And that's the hardest part, isn't it? It Certainly is. Certainly I think if I'm, if, if I'm doing anything, I sometimes... The starting idea sometimes just comes into your head like that, doesn't it? Just whatever. Sometimes you see something or you think of something or you think you want to write about something. And you get a start line. And then if you sit with it and play with it for a while, you can start to progress it a bit. But then you sometimes, and again, I don't know, I'm sure every, everyone who does poetry will have a different way of thinking of it. I'm sure some people probably work backwards, have an end point and go back to the beginning. But I usually get to the middle and think, yeah, well, this is fine, but how on earth am I going to end it? How often do you mm. write poetry then? Whenever. I, I, I'm not. I mean, there are some wonderful poets on the island, as you know, and, and some of them. I mean, Annie Keswick, who's a regular here and, and former Manx Bard and the current Manx Bard, Boxy. I'm sure they are, they are at it every day, if you know what I mean, that they will be writing. And I think, I know Annie doesn't, definitely writes every day. And I think Boxy was chatting to her on Spotlight and she was saying, oh, I'll, I'll be doing more. And this is the fascinating thing with poetry, I think, with so many of the poets on the island when you speak to them. And some are very serious, some are very comic, uh, you know, some are writing about the island, the island's geography and the culture, and others are writing very much from within and from sort of inner demons and such like, and using it as a cathartic sort of expression of themselves in many ways. But I, I do think you, you find if you're writing just for your own amusement, it's one thing. If you're writing, as you do, of course, if you're the bard, you get commissions and you get lots of them. I think, oh, can you write a poem for this? Oh, and so you are given a topic that you might never have felt inspired to write about before and you're expected then to come up with something which you can perform to people. And that's it. You're not just writing it, of course. You're well, going to perform it. I have to say, though, I'm amazed by you because you, I will often say to you at like 11 o'clock, I might say, can you write me a poem for the show? And you'll have done it within 15 minutes and it could be on absolutely anything. And I think, have you written one for today as well? I have done one for today, yeah. yeah. I, and I if I'm doing, and if I'm doing something it. quickly, I'll do it in sort of, in sort of doggerel style because that's usually the sort of easiest way to do it, isn't it? Rather than trying to do something too too clever where you might have to think about a bit more but if you think about something which is just going to be fairly rhythmic and sort of you I always know, go for a limerick then, then uh, it'll, it'll sort of usually flow fairly quickly then I've just sorry I've just been slightly distracted because David H has just been in touch I was about to ask you which poets you like and David H has just said I like the Jewish poet Rabbi Burns Rabbi Burns yay <laughs> very good um, who do you like poet wise then well I must admit I 
I sort of like little bits and pieces here and there. I always have quite liked uh, John Cooper John Clark. John Cooper Clark. Yeah. Love yeah. John Cooper Clark. Health fanatic. He's very good. Yeah. <laughs> do you know Health Fanatic? That was always no. a... Yeah, oh, I probably do. Uh, that's a goodie. Can you recite any of it? Uh, I can. Uh, well, Be careful. I can. It's John oh, Cooper Clark. Only because I've got it on, the, on my phone a bit. Oh, go on. I, I Give us a little, little, little bit of it. I keep meaning to learn it, but I never do. Around the block, against the clock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tick tock, running out of breath, running out of socks, running on the road, flippity flop, non skid agility, chop chop, no time to hang about, work out, phonetic, work out. The crack of dawn, he's lifting weights, his telltale heart reverberates, he's high in polyunsaturates, low in polysaturates. The Duke of Edinburgh's award awaits, it's a man's life, he's a health fanatic. So was his wife. That's absolutely brilliant. He's I great, love him. Yeah. And it is the delivery as well, isn't it? It's, I, like, oh yeah. I do like John still Hagley. Going, still going strong. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quite John Hagley's classic as well, isn't he? John yeah. Hagley's brilliant. He, re- he has written a poem which is called What a Poem's Not. I'll give you a couple of lines from it because it's quite long. But a poem is not an ant, but it can be quite short. A poem's not a banana, but there may be something under its skin. A poem is not a coat, but it may have some warmth in it. A poem is not a dog but it might be quite a friend and it goes on like this and it's very very entertaining and then at the end uh, it just ends up with a poem is not a wig but it maybe it will change you a poem is not an x-ray make no bones about it a poem is not a year old bag of vegetables but it can smell quite strongly a poem is not a xylophone spelled with a z and it can spell words wrongly, <laughs> which is very good. Marvellous. So we do like a bit of John Well, get, Getting back to what you were saying before, just looking at that, that health fanatic one, you see, again, it goes on for several verses, but it's got a classic ending to that. So we'll just oh, give, give you the last verse. No, no, I was just thinking, thinking about what you were saying that. So you're thinking health fanatic, of course, is what yeah. it's uh, called. And you get to the last verse, it's all about, obviously, the health fanatic, what they're doing. And then he ends up saying, and again, just a great ending, shadow boxing, punch the wall, one aside football, what's the score? One all could have been a copper, too small, could have been a jockey, too tall, knees up, knees up, head the ball, nervous energy makes him tick, he's a health fanatic, he makes you sick. <laughs> It's great, it's isn't just it? So it's perfect. just great. Coming from John Cooper Clark. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Can't go wrong. <laughs> it's just ace. I love Can't him. And who's the other poet you used to like, you really loved as well? Canadian? No, not Canadian. There was someone else. Oh, I can't remember. Uh, that was something about a cat, I remember one time you were... Off the top oh, of my head, oh, I, honestly, I can't remember. Can't remember. Can't remember. I love Too Roald many. Dahl as well. His revolting rhymes were my favourite as a kid. Uh, we've had someone who's written a poem for us, so I, I, should, I should really read this before we get to yours. By the way, if you just tuned in, it's World Poetry Day, which is why we're talking poetry and why Howard's here. Um, just because we like chatting with him as well. So we've had this in from Mr. NT. When a poem you need at short notice, on the wind and the rain you should focus. You'll get plenty of use from verses induced from bad weather that's frequently on us. <laughs> Tough work. I love the fact that they're just not quite rhymes as well. What does you call those? This sort of slight, sort of almost rhyming. Or like alliteration or something like that. No, so like no? For, instead of rhyming absolutely, like notice and focus kind of thing. Ah, uh, yes. Um, There's not, a term for it, and I there can't is a term for it, it isn't it? Is. Uh, um, assonance. Is it assonance, yeah. maybe? Anyway, it's very good. Yeah, it's good us talking about poetry. We know what we're talking about, don't we? <laughs> well, you know what? This was, again, this is this is the whole thing with poetry, isn't it? And that people go, to, obviously, to universities and study poetry and study... And you know, I've never done that. I was hopeless at English literature at school. And you have poets over here, I'm sure, who have done English literature at university level. 
Uh, and equally, there are plenty of poets over here, and this is what Boxy, the, the current, I know, Mag Spard, is keen to promote, and that, yes, she's very well educated and uh, has been a teacher herself and such like, but it's a case of, you know, poetry should be for all, and that you can have very highly educated uh, poets, and if you want to go into it, it can be very technical and thinking about the different rhyming metres, etc., 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 or... You know what? You can just put pen to paper and write something from the heart or from the head and, you know, and, and make a poem. I think it is something which is open to all at whatever level you want to go in. And it keeps those little grey cells yeah, firing, which it is does, a good thing. Well, you've done that for us. You've written something for us. So um, would you would you please, resident Manx radio poet, former slam champion Howard Kane. Current. <gasps> Sorry! I stripped you of your title! In public and everything. Um, I forgot you're the current slam champion. Yes, yes. Oh, it wasn't that long ago, was it, either? No, no. Um, oh, well, my word. Um, I've now, a, a few weeks back now. I am delighted to welcome into the studio the current slam champion. We like to call him the slampion. Uh, <laughs> it is Mr. Howard Kane. I'm sorry, I forgot. I totally That's forgot. Right. We'll let you off. I'll blame we'll the old age. Um, so we've got a champion in the studio and he's going to recite a poem he's written especially for us. We're very lucky. <laughs> Don't get too excited. As I said, <laughs> anything done quickly is always going to be in a bit of dog rule. However, I thought I'd try and keep it seasonal. Uh, and uh, obviously we're into October, and October only means one thing, doesn't it? On the Isle of Man. Yeah. Hopton A. Correct. So it's got Very a, good. It's, sort of, it's, it's heading in that direction, and um, it's sort of veggie-based. It's called Light Up My Life. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the music out, so it's just Howard tis and a Manxie, microphone. Though. It is Manxy. Okay. There once was a turnip, as Manx as could be, who wanted a life as a different veggie. He felt being turnip was quite second-rate, and unlike his friends... He'd never be eight. His friends were all carrots and tanned as a trump, whereas he was all whitish and roundish and plump. Beanie friends worked out as their egos soared. Some were keen runners, while others were broad. His green friends were better, and one was a hero, so green he was black, a Cavalo Nero. The spud in his jacket was often seen later. Clothes often smashed a real commentator. The chard was called the ruby, a right little miss, a sleek, shiny body with green hair and Swiss. The collie was hardish, all snowy white curds. Sweet parsnip was tender and didn't butter words. Others were better and more like his moots, especially those with unusual roots. Celeriac, salsify, artichokes, leek, radishes so fast that they're never beat. But Turnip had nothing. His life was a battle. The best that it offered, being eaten by cattle. He'd ruminate somewhat, and oh, how he'd plead, I don't want to be patted, I'd rather be Swede. But salvation was looming one late autumn day, for turnip folk everywhere, it's hop nay, uprooted and transported southwards past Santon, then on to Craigniche, and now he's a lantern. That's got, can that be our new like national anthem poet? <laughs> <laughs> Poem. I love that. Oh, Howard, that was brilliant. Oh, well, thank that you was very absolutely much. brilliant. No wonder you're a slampian. A slampian, slampian. <laughs> I'll keep that phrase. <laughs> slampian Howard Kane. As ever, thank you so much. Uh, if you would like to share your poetry with us, we'd love to hear from you. One double six, one double seven. I just so happens I have blossoms up next. The song is called "The Sulking Poet." You're not sulking. I try not to. You try not to. He's occasionally grumpy, but he's not grumpy sulking. Grumpy often. Sulking yeah. not quite as often. Um, happy World Poetry Day. And to you. Manx Radio's 1 to 3, tended by Ramsey Garden Centre. Pick up your new all-season loyalty card in-store today and start collecting reward points.